0: Hello and welcome to episode 52. If you are looking for help with OCD and anxiety, you can head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can book yourself in for a free 30-minute session with me. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at some of the barriers uh, to OCD recovery and this is a really important area because when you are looking to get better there are um, some things that many people tend to do, myself included um, that really stop us from being able to recover as, as quickly or as well So I'm going to be discussing the five most common barriers that people often experience when they're trying to get better from OCD and some of the things that you can start doing instead that are going to going to really help you instead of holding you back in your recovery. Um, as always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. It's really great uh, when you guys get in touch with me. You know, it really helps with um, really helps me to fine tune the podcast and and make it better for you. So do please get in touch if you have any questions or or if you or if you're looking to to do the free session with me. Many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. So, the first major barrier to getting better from OCD is basically having too much stuff going on in your head. And, um, you know, this is, this is a really big one. Obviously, if you're struggling with OCD uh, or strong anxiety, then, you know, there's a lot of rumination going on. Uh, you know, often compulsions are reassurance-seeking based and, you know, we have all this stuff going on in our head you know, this circular thinking and uh, it's, you know, it's so problematic it's, you know, the most it's one of the hardest things I think with OCD is the fact that you get absolutely mentally exhausted from thinking about these things, you know, all day long and it it truly is very hard to be able to get to a place where you feel, you know, relaxed because you have this stuff going on in your head all day and actually one of the best things that you can do for that is uh, to start to write stuff down and I, I always say to my clients when I first start working with them, you know, to try to 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 try to start keeping a, a thought journal where you basically you know, you're not going to write down every, sing, every single thing that happens to you related to OCD throughout your day but at the end of the day if you can jot down some of the main things that did happen And, uh, you know, just give them a rating from 1 to 10 of how much anxiety they gave you. Maybe jot down what you did to try to deal with them. And the idea here is that you start to recognize that this is a thought that keeps coming up all the time or this kind of thought keeps coming up all the time. And, um, you know, also you start to recognize the things that you're doing to deal with, you know, with that thought are you actually doing something helpful when the thought comes up or do you routinely, you know, perform a compulsion even if it's a subtle one so often we don't even recognize when we're performing the compulsion and again, this is another big problem sometimes it's very hard to spot the compulsions and by writing it down it really helps us to be able to spot, uh, you know compulsions that are maybe camouflaged in some kind of way so this is a really, really important step and when you start to get into the habit of writing stuff down you know, you're really helping yourself out massively not only with be able to spot the thoughts but also it just gets them out of your head and down onto the paper and when you see the pattern of what's going on it's going to be easier for you in the future to say you know what, I'm not going to think about this thought any longer because I've been, uh, you know, spending the last two weeks thinking about this a lot I know that this is uh, OCD because I've been writing it down all the time and somehow it just creates that little bit of space between you and the thought and it enables it to be a little bit easier for you to, to turn your back on the thought, to leave it, to stop to stop um, the thought in in mid-thought so you're able to just walk away from it and not finish that thought so often that is the key with OCD it's like you don't need to come to a solution with it you don't have to find the answer what you can do is just walk away and leave the thought mid-thought and uh, by doing that you know your OCD is definitely going to improve in the long term so writing stuff down is is a big part of that and uh, it can be very helpful uh, it can be a very helpful thing to do the next thing uh, related to having too much in your head is basically um, at the start of the day it can be very helpful to think about what your goals are now it definitely helps if you know what your values are um, when we know what our values are in life then it's much easier for us to set goals that are in line with those but What I like to do at the start of the day for myself is just to jot down three things that I really want to achieve that day Um, Maybe, you know, in the first hour of the day I'll be able to achieve, you know, two of them But again, the good thing here is you're not just keeping, you know, you're not just keeping it in your head If you have all these things that you want to get done that day um, but you keep getting distracted by the thoughts um, and you know, at the end of the day, you realize you haven't done all the stuff that you wanted to do. You know, just by writing it down, you can actually see. Okay, I've spent half an hour now sat here thinking about this thing. Um, you know, making myself feel worse and worse in the in the whirlpool of you know unhelpful thoughts. Maybe I can just focus on this task that I really wanted to do today. Maybe I can just focus on that for half an hour and uh, you know maybe later I can come back to what I'm thinking about now and so having a list of three things that you you want to do again it gets them out of your head it gets them down onto paper and it's much more likely you're going to do those things and it kind of just helps again with that feeling more present and feeling like you're getting on with the stuff that you need to do in your life and Really, it's one of the most important things from acceptance commitment therapy is choosing to focus in on your values choosing to focus on you know what is most important to you in your day and getting on and doing that stuff even if the OCD and the anxiety is there in the background that's okay that can be there in the background as long as we choose to focus on something that's important to us and we keep doing it. What tends to happen over time is that the anxiety in the OCD takes more and more and more of a back seat because you're basically telling it that you don't care. You don't care if it's there in the background. You want to focus on positive stuff related to your values. And so, yeah, by having the top three things um, written down at the start of the day and then trying to focus on those things and really get them done, it gets it out of your head and it gives you an opportunity to really focus on it. And the last thing and it's basically related to what we were just saying there is to postpone thinking about stuff this is a really powerful uh, approach to OCD and you know whenever a thought does come up and it's really catching you, it's really hooking you you have a, a choice in that situation and we're going to we're going to touch on choice again in a, in just a while but you you can postpone thinking about it if you find that you've been thinking about something for 5 10 15 minutes i don't know an hour then um and it's you know this this would be me and in the, in the past all the time i would be sat there with something important to do maybe when i was at university i had like an essay to write or something and uh, you know, an obsessive thought would pop up into my mind, like like a little gremlin, like, "Hey, think about this." And uh, you know, before I knew what was going on, like an hour later, I'd literally still be there thinking about this thing. And sometimes, um, the best, the very best thing you can do is just to say. You know what? I can't solve this problem. I can't come to a solution because it's OCD. You know, and there's no such thing as perfection. So the best thing I can do right now is just to postpone thinking about it for half an hour and let me refocus my attention on this thing that I'm doing instead. So that's uh, that's another really powerful method and something you know I use myself all the time. So number two, the next barrier is um, having kind of unhelpful expectations on recovery Now, what do I mean by this? Now, of course, you want to get it better from OCD I'm not suggesting that you don't uh, That would be weird But um, how, how do you go about getting better? Um, you go about getting better by not really caring so much when the obsessive thoughts come up or not, when you have that attitude of you know, if OCD comes up today, you know what? No matter where I am or what I'm doing, I'll, I will deal with it. I will find a way to to deal with it, to put it in its place, and you know, to refocus my attention on whatever I'm doing. And when you have that kind of mindset, when you really believe that you know the OCD. Isn't that important that you can cope with it in all situations? It's amazing how quickly the OCD starts to disappear into the background, and unfortunately, you know, if you go into um, you know trying to recover from OCD um, with this belief that um, the 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 kind of indication that you're better will be, you know, will be the fact that you don't have any OCD at all that you don't have any obsessive thoughts at all that you don't have any compulsions at all if you have that kind of mindset and belief then unfortunately I think you're setting yourself up to fail because it's true when you're in recovery and you don't care about whether you have OCD that much what tends to happen is you go days or weeks or sometimes even months we're basically not experiencing OCD but the minute you start to say to yourself I can't experience it I don't want to experience it I can't have it at all that again is basically non-acceptance and as we know, know acceptance really is one of the most important things when it comes to anxiety disorders And, uh, you know, having that belief that you can't experience it, that, that, you know, if you have any anxiety or if you have any obsessions, then that is evidence that you've not got better from OCD. That's a, a very rigid way of thinking and actually recovery involves a lot of flexibility what we're trying to do with the mindfulness skills that we that we apply with doing exposure work so that you're able to face your fears is basically, um, you know, building that ability to be able to, to tolerate anxiety to understand that anxiety is a completely normal thing that we all experience sometimes it's, um, you know, it's just part of our nature and that, you know, if we give up that fight with it, we can accept it and we can have a very uh, incredible and meaningful life, you know, despite sometimes feeling anxiety. And so having that kind of mindset is, is really healthy. Having, having the other where you don't want to experience any anxiety at all at, you know, like uh, at any cost, that unfortunately is, is a big barrier to, to recovery. Um, the next area is, is basically not having or if you do have, not sticking to a plan Now, um, again, for this, this was very important for me because um, for a long time I was kind of reading books about OCD and I was trying to, you know, trying to do therapy on myself effectively and for a long time though, I didn't really have a specific plan you know, I didn't really have it all worked out, and I wasn't working with somebody to help me with that. And so, you know, it was quite difficult. When what tends to happen, uh, from what I see, is you know you might be doing really well for a few weeks with OCD. Uh, for whatever reason maybe you're just feeling healthy you're going out running a lot or you're exercising in different ways or you know we all have these rhythms of feeling you know like better and, and good and then sometimes we go into a bit of a rut for, what, for, for whatever reason and um, you know I might I might have been doing pretty well for a few weeks but then you know maybe I get tired maybe I'm feeling stressed or something you know maybe work is getting on top of me And for whatever reason, you know, you can suddenly go back down again. And you can really, if you don't have a plan in how to react in that situation for when OCD does turn up and does spike up a little bit, it can very, very easily derail you. And before you know it, you're really struggling again. So having a plan is is really important uh, to know what you' what you're going to do whenever OCD does show up in your life. And the next thing is also like if you have a plan or if you're in treatment for, for OCD, if you're working with a therapist or a coach, it's so important that you do really commit to that process because, Obviously, um you know the therapist or coach can can give you lots of activities to start doing. I'm very much um, you know very focused on setting different activities for for all of my clients, you know maybe two or three in each session. Then in the following session we we check up on that and we see, okay, well, how was it what did you what did you uh, learn from, from doing these activities was it helpful you know how much has the OCD reduced and, and then we you know we then apply new activities for the next week and obviously if, um, if if my clients are applying these then we really can see okay is this effective for them is it helpful should we try something else or should we carry on doing uh, what we're doing now so it's absolutely essential that whatever plan that you have, um, you know, that you really stick to it, really engage with it, and then you can really see, you know, is this working for me? And uh, you know, you should really start to see um, a big difference in in your OCD. Next one, number four, is basically not accepting that we have setbacks, and um, you know, this this is a really frustrating one actually because you really can feel at times with OCD, you really can go, you know, like days or weeks and you feel so good and you, just, you, you kind of think, wow, I've really got over this now, I've really learned how to manage it and uh, I've done it, you know, it's not coming back and OCD is so sneaky, it's so smart and it kind of waits as we we're just kind of alluding to in the, the, last, the last one that... You know, when you're feeling down and you're feeling tired for whatever reason, OCD is very, very good at kind of sneaking back in from nowhere. And you may have gone a long time, but when it does sneak back in like that, it can feel like you've gone straight back to square one. And actually, you know, you may have been doing loads of work you may have been doing meditation every day and doing breath work and doing exercise uh, doing acceptance commitment therapy doing exposure work and you may have made loads of progress and um, suddenly, you know, you may find yourself feeling like you've gone back to square one but it's very rarely the case that you have and in fact, um, you know, you've, you've probably made so much progress but because it feels in the moment like the OCD is so strong and powerful as you know, it's, uh, it's incredibly difficult sometimes and it takes all of our focus we feel like we can't focus on anything else but the intrusive thoughts or the worries and so, you know, when that's happening in that moment you can be like panicking and being like oh no, I'm back to square one but honestly, it really isn't the case at all you've probably made loads of progress in many different areas, and once you are able to kind of um, get through that little patch, you know, because you will. If you if you if you don't engage with these thoughts too much, because obviously in that situation there's a lot of negativity going on. There's a lot of difficult thoughts that are telling you the OCD is back. It's worse than ever. You're never going to get over this. Uh, why did you even bother with this approach? All this negative kind of stuff, and you know this is really, really holding you back. Um, so these if you if you don't engage with that too much, if you recognize that this is a setback, you're not back to square one, and uh, you know if you can just refocus your attention on the present uh, and stick to the plan that we were talking about in uh, you know in the last one, then you know this this kind of setback will very quickly Uh, go back into you know you'll get some perspective on it and you'll be able to move on from it fairly quickly whereas if you do the opposite if you start fighting with it again and start really kind of um, uh, dramatizing it uh, catastrophizing it then obviously you're going to make it a lot worse and it's going to be a lot harder for you to, to get back on track as quickly as we would like so really uh, do your best to recognize that and I know it's hard because I've been there myself but you you definitely can do it now the final area um, that I wanted to, uh, to to kind of talk about is choice and again this is a huge one it's it's recognizing um, that with OCD you do have a choice and I think this is you know one of the major things really is is that we kind of give away our our choice we give away our control and the honest truth is that whether you choose to focus on uh, an, an obsession or not it really does come down to you know your choice nobody is forcing you to keep focusing and uh, churning over that horrible thought in your mind it may feel like you don't have an option like something terrible might happen if you don't try to resolve it somehow but the the honest truth is that you know you have the you have the the choice. You can choose where you put your attention, and um, when you. When you make a positive choice here, when you take that power back and you say, "Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to believe in myself, and I'm going to believe in my ability to redirect my attention," when you keep doing that over time, it really does start to make a big difference, and your, you know, your brain will start to, um, will start to get used to you taking your, your power back from the OCD the more that you choose to focus on your values and the stuff that you care about in your life, the better you're going to feel. And here, uh, it's really important to point out that you know if you if you like you can think about the brain as having kind of two parts we have the kind of mechanistic part which is the part of the brain that throws up all of the thoughts and all of the information that we get all the time you know these images that come up into our consciousness the thoughts the, the urges this stuff we don't have any we don't have any control over this at all and I think this is this is like a really big problem area that many people with OCD struggle with. It's like, okay, because I'm having that thought, that must mean something terrible about me. Or, you know, because I've just had that horrible image, that must mean something terrible about me. And it's not true at all. It's just, you know, the mechanistic part of the brain throwing stuff up and actually, you know often when you don't want to think about something you actually get a lot more of it and it's just the way that the the mind works so we can't control that part but we can control what we choose to put our attention onto and the more that your brain kind of gets the message from you to say, you know, instead of uh, focusing on the OCD I'm going to keep choosing to focus on, you know, the values the important things in my life Um, When your brain gets that message on a regular basis uh, you know, things really start to change because you're no longer focused on fear you're instead focused on things that are really important to you in your life Okay, that's it I hope you found it useful today Um, As always, if you have any questions for me then do please let me know and if you would like to um, subscribe for the podcast that would be amazing Many thanks! Please remember if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety you can get a free consultation uh, with me all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we we can sort that out and if you like you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk Many thanks And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer